everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Be Love, Give Love podcast. I'm Abby Lewis, founder of Be Love, Give Love. Today, I want to talk about healing and that healing takes time and that uh, you need to learn to trust the process. Now, as a wellness coach and someone that's been in the wellness field for 15 years and someone that has went through her own journey of healing, I know that it is a process. And so many times people want to rush the process. They want to hurry up and be over it. They don't want to continue to put time and energy into you know, themselves and, and taking care of the things that they need to take care of to continue to move forward and heal. So you have to trust the process. I'm constantly telling people, just trust the process, slow down, just look at where you've come and we still have work to do. So you just have to continually put in the work and the effort. Um, have any of you ever planted a garden, like in the ground, not these above gardens and things like that, but um, we planted a garden all the time growing up. So I've had lots of experience getting the, the ground ready for a garden. And uh, the first thing that we had to do was get the big rocks out because my dad would till the ground up and so we didn't want the rocks there that could potentially uh, bend the tiller so we had to get the big rocks out then dad would till the ground and then after we tilled the ground we had to get the weeds out and and you know all the you know the leaves or the rocks or just just the junk that didn't make the soil um, you know real fertile so we had to get all that out And then uh, dad would put some sort of, you know, nutrition into the ground, whether it be fertilizer or compost or, or whatever, but we had to put that into the ground to get it ready. And, you know, that didn't happen just real quickly. It took time to get the ground ready for us to be able to put the seed in the ground. But then after the seeds in the ground, what do you do? You have to you still have to tend to it. You still have to water it. You still have to weed it. You maybe have to put like some supports for the the vines to grow on. Um, And then it has to get uh, nutrients from the sun. It's a process before you can actually get any type of fruit from it, vegetable or whatever it may be. And so that's like our lives. Uh, You guys know I'm a faith person and I love the passage in... um, in the New Testament where it talks about the parable of the sower or some call the parable of the soil. And even if you're not a faith person, you can grab some wisdom from this. There's some really intense depth of wisdom in this and I just love it. And it it um, really rings true to our hearts and our hearts are our soul and our soul is our mind, will, and, and emotions. And we all are on different Um, different paths we're all at different levels and we're all growing and you know we're all working out our own salvation Um, and it, it just takes time so this parable is it talks about these four soils of our heart so you know I'm gonna break it down to just where you can simply you know understand it so you have the four soils You have the hard soil, you have the rocky soil, the thorny soil, and the good fertile soil. 
Okay, the hard soil that this talks about in the Bible is just when your heart is completely hard. Um, and it might be hard because of unforgiveness, bitterness, anger. Like you just have no desire to heal, to move forward. Everything that, any type of truth that is spoke to you just hits this hard heart where you're just like, no, don't want anything. You're just going to stay in your, your mindset and be miserable, honestly. Nothing can penetrate that hardness of your heart. Um, so that's a very hard person to work with. Um, and generally they're not ready to move forward, but God can still, can still get to a very hard heart. Then you have a a heart or soul that is rocky. So there's some, there's some, some areas in the heart that are ready to receive truth. Um, but you know, maybe, maybe something springs up really quickly, some sort of knowledge or wisdom and you grab a hold of it and you're like, yeah, that's it. But then there's no depth. There's no depth. And so that, um, it really doesn't become fruitful in your life. Hopefully you're understanding this parable, um, as I'm explaining it to you. So, so there's just still a lot of hardness in your heart, but there's still some areas where, you know, that hardness has been broken down. So then the next one is the thorny ground, the thorny, the, the thorny heart. So you've, you've got a pretty darn good heart where you've done a lot of healing in your soul. Um, you know, soul has some healing. A good example is like, uh, maybe you had anxiety and stuff. That This would be my personal story. I've had uh, overcome so much anxiety and I was uh, diagnosed with an extreme panic disorder and, um, uh, you know, I might've overcome that everyday anxiety attacks, but then I go through a season where maybe finances are really intense. We went through a three year season of really intense financial struggle. Um, and we had a baby in the midst of that. So it was really hard. So <laughs> in the midst of life circumstances where the season changed, there were those thorny things uh, that choked that truth out of me that I could stand and uh, trust God in the midst of it. But it was really hard. So there was some more work that I needed to do in the midst of, oh my gosh, we're in this intense season. And look at me, I'm in this anxiety state again. So uh, that brought my awareness into, okay, I've got more, more things I need to work on. And then the last one is that fertile, good soil. Obviously, we all have things we need to work on continually. No one has reached it. Um, you know, the people that put in the work and the effort into their own healing journey are the ones that do tend to have the more fruitful uh, lives. The more, um, you know, their hearts are not their their hearts are fertile, and truth just sinks into their heart, and they it springs up and it creates you know this fruitful life. Um, let me just, you know, bring it back to my own journey again and maybe some things that I've, uh, taught people along the way, but you know, we all, we all are on the journey, like I said, and we all, you know, healing happens in layers, just like me. It's like, you know, I went through that intense, uh, season three years of really diving deep into the heart issues. Like there's always a root issue as to why you are the way that you are, why you have these um, 
repeating thought patterns or repeating behavior patterns. And we have to go down to the root issue of it. Um, And maybe we have to till it up. Maybe it's in that hard, hard area of your heart and it takes a while. So you're going to have to till and work and, you know, pull that soil back and kind of see what's under all that and what, where did that come from? And let's, let's work on that. I did inner child work where I would have to go back to the moments in my, in my childhood that I was deeply terrified and kind of work through that. Like, why was I so scared in that moment? And that's a process. And I, um, maybe you could do it on your own, but I would, I would definitely try to find some sort of, um, I mean, I'm a wellness coach. You can reach out to me and I can help you walk through it or a therapist or a counselor or someone that you just trust that's been through some intensity. Um, you know, and they can help you walk through this because it is, it, it can be pretty intense to kind of dive deeper into your stuff. If you're ready, uh, it's nothing to be scared of because there's healing that comes from it. But, you know, I, I had that journey of just like three years of really, really just working on my, my, uh, my heart and working on my soul, just really reflecting on what my garden looked like. I mean, it was a mess. There was, you know, if you want to label the thorns and the rocks and the hard surfaces and, you know, all the junk that's in the ground. I mean, I had fear, I had panic, I had anger, frustration, jealousy, control issues, addiction, um, had no ability to really budget. So I had major financial struggles, unforgiveness. I mean, I, the list could go on and on. I, I was, had suicidal thoughts at one, uh, one time, um, I was, every word that came out of my mouth was negative. Everything I thought was negative. I was just a complete mess. And I just did the work. I had to look at my heart and I had to start taking the parts that I could. And so, you know, you get this, you know, nice layer of like where you feel like it's fertile, but then you go deeper and then something happens in your life. And then you have this other layer. And, um, you know, that's where you need to just to dive deeper into the depths of your soul. That's what that rocky, rocky soil is. And there's no depth. So you can't really continue to have that intense, fruitful life because you still have to, um, you have to work on stuff. So, um, fear being my number one thing that I had to deal with, I went through seasons where I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought this was over. I thought I dealt with this, but it was just a new intense season where I needed to go deeper into the soil of my heart, deeper into my soul and work things out again. You know, we went through financial stuff that was incredibly painful. But as I brought my awareness into the fact that I had fear in the midst of that and I had to go okay why do I have fear what am I trusting in I put more security in my savings account than I did the source of all provision which in my belief is God and then I had to look at it well am I giving uh, sacrificially and you know if you give then blessings come back to you so I, I wanted to give more and um, you know, just working on all that and why do I put security in money? Where did that come from? And, you know, just asking those hard questions. And then before you know it, I don't have any issues with finances anymore. I'm prov- provided for. I believe that provision is always there. Uh, it might still be a struggle at time, but I don't fall into the negative, uh, fearful trap 
there's always a way there's provision is always there and then I went through a season of autism with having an autistic son which was a whole nother thing scared for my son's you know well-being and his future and oh my gosh how am I going to navigate through autism I don't even I don't even know anything about it and it was just so many other crazy rocky thorny things in my soul of insecurities and comparison and fears of the future and just all this stuff that I'm like okay here we are again more junk surfacing and I need to continue to work on it and then um, went through a health kind of crisis I mean luckily nothing major came of it but I did have to have uh, emergency heart surgery after five years of journeying through this um you know, I had a large amount of fluid around my heart and no one could tell me why, but it wasn't creating any issues until it created issues five years later. So I lived with five years with a large amount of fluid. I'm talking about, you're only supposed to have like 25 milliliters of fluid around your heart. I had anywhere from 800 to a thousand milliliters of fluid on my heart and I was working out and all that. And I went through test after test after test for five years no one could tell me why. I went through like four or five different cardiologists. It was crazy. But I even had a cardiologist speak to me, speak over me. You could die of sudden cardiac arrest at any moment. And that was like three years before I had heart surgery. So for three years, I had that nagging voice. You could die at any time. And boy, was that incredibly hard to stand up against and find my peace. But man, it was so intense and so beautiful at the same time because it, it, I was either going to live my life in fear again and be in panic all the time, or I was going to dive deeper into my soul and find peace in the midst of it. I believe my days are numbered. I can trust God with my future. I can trust God with my future for my son, that he's better able to take care of him than I am if if something was to happen to me, and on and on. But I just went deeper and deeper into my own issues as to, okay, that was spoke over me. I was completely fine, and then someone speaks something over me. Then why do I lose my peace? So it's just it's just a process of you know layer upon layer. I've had to, you know, we're a military family. I've had to face being completely alone, not knowing where my husband is or what he's doing or, you know, will he come back? You know, all of that stuff. And I just don't want to live in fear. I don't want to live in anything other than peace. Like I've said in the past, Bible says run after peace, you know, chase after it, search for it. So I do, I search for peace. I want my soul to be at peace. I want my life to radiate peace, the peace of God. Um, And I can't do this on my own strength. So I definitely rely on stillness in God's presence. I rely on, you know, truth and wisdom that I find in books and in the Bible and, you know, other people that speak into my life. I, I, I don't expect to do this on my own. I do, um, I'm, I'm do, I do always, uh, crave to just be 
be a better me knowing that there's always room for growth and um, I'm always examining like my heart because even the Bible you know talks about you know God examine my heart see if there's anything that is you know in, in me paraphrasing see if there's anything that's not of you in my heart and um, and I just I just want my life to radiate his love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control and and those are the fruits of the spirit by the bible and so there's there's you know what's the condition of your heart do you have a hard heart that just will not receive truth that you're just stuck in this hard pattern of just kind of just living in this 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 dark place do you have like all of these rocky things in your heart where you feel like you know I'm constantly dealing with this or this or this or do you have seasons where things are good and you feel like life is fruitful but then a turbulence comes in your life and you just lose it um or do you have that fertile fertile soil fertile heart fertile soul where you can withstand the storms of life and you're you're you have deep depths and there's root um you know that dives deep into the source of you know god for me and um and you're able to withstand and still be fruitful in the midst of um, intense moments so um if if you want to evaluate your heart and go deeper into things and you need help uh, moving forward in that, I would love to walk uh, walk alongside of you and uh, just help you um, with your own soul and heart issues. You know, I'm a, I'm a wellness coach and uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. If you don't want to do that and you just want to start with the book uh, that I've written called Living Still, Walking in Peace in the Midst of Life, it's my journey of it's the the foundation of my journey and how I am able to chase after peace and things that I stand on and you know uh, things I went through to to get to where I am today where I'm always hungering for peace and uh, that's my radar if I've lost my peace I'm like okay where did it go what did I allow to take it why am I constantly allowing that to take place or is that something that's just a fleeting thing that I can just let go I don't really pay attention to those that much it's the things that grab a hold of me that kind of take me under in a sense that I feel like whoa there's why can't I stand up against that Uh, but the things that come and there's you know just a few minutes five minutes and I'm like nope I'm just gonna let that go that's not gonna have power over me I just choose to not think on that and I keep going and maintain my peace Um, Joyce Meyer says without peace you have no power and I believe that and I have experienced that intensely in my life when my peace is gone I feel I do feel powerless I feel hopeless I've frustrated I'm angry I'm fearful you know whatever the emotion may be and I'm just exhausted after all that emotional tornado so I do chase after peace and and a lot of it means I just choose to be still and really look inward and evaluate and think about what I'm thinking about um, and just you know go deep within myself and but it's a process and you have to trust the process but you have to do the work. You have to like at least surrender your heart to just be able to like, God, please just help me in these matters of my heart issues and help me, um, you know, get through this and tend to my heart. And he's a master gardener 
and he will tend to it, but you still have to put the work into it. You still have to, you know, choose to be still. You still have to find people that you can, uh, uh, that will speak truth and love to you, that will speak wisdom, find good podcasts or good books that like really speak to you, that penetrate your heart, that will actually produce change. You know, and I'm here if you want to reach out. I hope this spoke to you. I hope I was able to um, articulate it well to where it actually took uh, took uh, some meaning to you. And I mean, look up the parable of the, the sower in the Bible if you are a Bible reader. It's fascinating. It's actually found in uh, three of the Gospels. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So it's found in three of those. So it's pretty important if it's repeated uh, multiple times. But um, always reach out to me if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or if you do want to do the wellness coaching, or if you purchase the book and you want to chat about some stuff uh, as you're reading in the book that, you know, help me, help me with this particular area or, wow, this happened when I was reading this. Um, my heart just wants to help people move forward and I'm here for you, but uh, we'll talk again soon. But until next time, be love and give love.